My guest on this week's episode of Suds and Search is Aaron Weike, co-founder and CEO of Leadferno. Aaron is a serial entrepreneur, a veteran digital marketer, a frequent conference presenter, blogger, and a fixture within the local SEO community. I met Aaron when he was CEO of the popular SaaS product, GatherUp. Aaron led the company through an acquisition in 2019. After exiting GatherUp in 2021, Aaron started Leadferno, and immediately I started to hear a buzz about the product from other local SEOs. The beauty of the product is in its simplicity. Aaron had an epiphany while shopping for a boat. Honestly, we've all had a similar consumer experience. Too much back and forth via email, pointless calls, and ultimately an unsatisfactory shopping experience. Aaron recognized that the way that customers are communicating in their personal lives has fundamentally changed. Today, texting is preferred to email or phone calls. Few businesses have evolved to communicate with customers in a way that they want. Leadferno solves this issue by bringing texting capabilities to small and medium-sized businesses. How does Leadferno work? What are the big advantages of communicating with customers via text? Has Aaron had any success converting skeptics? I'll ask him these questions and many more. Grab something cold to drink and join me for a conversation with Aaron Weike. We'll talk about why you should ditch your form fills for text, how his tool integrates with Google Business Messages, and we'll spend a little time talking about his upcoming speech at Local U. Aaron, welcome to Southern Search. How are you doing? Mark, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on. I can't believe it's taken this long. Um, you know, time is a strange thing during these COVID years. I can remember you talking at conferences and representing GatherUp. It seems like just yesterday. And it seems like you just started this new project, Leadferno. But unless LinkedIn deceives me, you've been doing this for a little over a year now. So catch me yep. up on the new, the new venture and what you, what you all have been doing. Yeah, so you know, during this last three-year blur, um, we sold Leadferno. Uh, I stayed on with the uh, company that purchased us for a year, um, and then after that, was ready to pursue the next idea, which is Leadferno. We are a business messaging app, so we combine text messaging, Facebook Messenger, and now, uh, as of just this week, Google Business Messages into one shared inbox to allow businesses to uh, close more business faster using these messaging tools that are the way that everyone is trending to wanna, wanna communicate. And specifically, we heavily focus on conversion. Th thus where we blend into search uh, is we work well with sites that are you know doing all they can to build ranking and traffic and generate users to the site and we use uh, some features in our product to help turn those into text conversations so you can convert them from prospect to lead to customer. I love it, and I love the simplicity of it. It's sort of realizing that the way that people have communicated has evolved, um, yep. and as businesses, we need to evolve too. So, you know, I think there's a cool backstory. If I, I, I understand the idea came from an experience you had when you were trying to buy a boat. What went wrong in this experience? Yep. That it was a yeah. eureka. Yeah, that was a, that was kind of the pushing me over the edge uh, moment of different thoughts and ideas that I had in my mind. But I was interested in in buying a new boat. Um, I should clarify my my wife wasn't interested. The boat we have is just fine according to her. Um, but it was the classic where I was on the dealership's website and looked at the listings and pricing was protected. So you had to reach out, you know, that was their squeeze, fill out this form and reach out. So I did, and then they replied a few hours later with questions. 
and I answered those questions. And then uh, the next day they replied back and was like, okay, you know, would you be trading a boat as well? And I was like, yes. And then they replied hours later, send us photos of that boat. And I sent those, you know, and all in all, it took like three days to get a quote on this boat. And I just sat there and I was like, if we did this over text messaging, this might've been a 10 minute conversation. And while I was still like really into it, you might've gotten me into the dealership that very day. And by then I had lost a little bit of steam. Um, and I was just like, I got the price and I was like, okay. And I, and I kind of moved on. So that to me was just my own personal experience where I was like, man, a web form and communicating over email can just really be slow and the back and forth is just too long. And that kind of just kind of confirmed other things to, to me that I'd noticed in two decades of working in digital that I, I think it's time for something better to help people start working with a business. Interesting. I mean, the speed part of this is what's so interesting to me. So you mentioned it, I think it's worth repeating, like the classic model for SMBs is form fills and phone calls, right? Like this is the way that yep. it has been most of my career. Um, it's, you know, form fills, it's it's uh, easy to track, I guess it's you know, easy to code, but like, it's not very fast. Um, and I guess it varies from business to business. I don't want to cast aspersions on anybody, but it's got to be nice for customers, I think, to get that immediate response from the Inferno. How important is that speed component of this? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really kind of incredible. And I think there's a number of layers to look at this. One, you're exactly right. Like the the contact page for most small businesses, that's been a thing for 20 plus years right. of websites. And then forms as a part of landing pages is probably two decades in now. Even though we've evolved in a number of, you know, communication elements that can be there. One proof of that is live chat coming around and live chat's been around, you know, very mainstream for five to 10 years now. Um, but the interesting thing that, that we found in both forms and live chat is there's some speed and restricted things. So in forms, you fill it out and any of us working with small businesses, how many times have we filled out a form and we've never heard from that business? So, you know, it goes into a black hole. The reply rate's terrible. I've even had ones where I call them and I'm like, hey, I filled the form on your website. And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't even know where that goes anymore, right? Like, <laughs> it's just a, a, a lost thing for, for many small businesses. So the consumer just doesn't have as much confidence. And as marketers, we've, you know, really done a terrible job too in explaining like what happens after you submit this form. We very rarely will give them any kind of communication on a follow-up. We might tell them it's been received, but very rarely do you get like, hey, we're gonna respond in an hour, or you know, we reply in same business day, um, setting some type of expectation uh, for the consumer. And then when we get to live chat, while this has helped deliver some real-time conversations, there's all kinds of flaws in it. One, the customer is stuck in this live chat window. So if I start a live chat and I'm on my desktop and all of a sudden I need to go pick up my kids or I have to run to something else, like I have to abandon that chat. I can't just pop it onto my phone. And then live chat regresses to email. And that's the entire thing I tried to avoid by going to live chat was, was being in email. So that's just one side. And, and the other is as a consumer with so many tools and chat bots. And then we have all these like directional type chats where it's 
it's really just kind of live navigation, right? It's a question like, what are you interested in? And you click pricing and like, okay, here's the link to our pricing page. It's not really any type of automated help. It's just kind of glorified navigation that, it, that it's giving you. So I would say consumers are even frustrated with that. Or you click on live chat and then you get, oh, there isn't an agent available right now. Give us your email. And again, you're back in email. Um, so between those things, when you look at that and then with using a, what we call you know, a web to text widget where they just quickly fill something out, um, our system will automatically hit them with an auto reply. So within seconds, we're delivering a message that says, great, we've received your message. Here's when you can expect us to, to reply back. And the customer has complete confidence in a text conversation because it's not buried in an email inbox. They get their normal messaging notifications when they get it. It's likely already the number one app that they're using and it's the way they prefer to communicate in most aspects of their life already. That's a lot of wins. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I had an idea that I wanted to run by. I, I have this theory that customer service has gotten worse at global businesses, at big businesses, and that there may be an avenue for small businesses to compete with the big guys just on service. That we've all had that. Anybody who's tried to reschedule a flight or you know, talk to their bank or anything like that has had that awful experience of like press one for this, press two for that. And it's, yes. it's, just a, it's just a terrible customer service experience. It seems like there's an opportunity for SMBs to beat the big guys by providing better service. Uh, do you agree with that? And how can text kind of help help to get them the inside track? Yeah. So one, I completely agree with it in running small agencies and in you know running two different software companies now. That especially when you enter the market, you are the little guy going up against already existing, bigger, larger. Even though you you have some differences. One of the first things I've always personally done is like win people over with support. So how can we be faster to answer questions? How can we go above and beyond? How can we present ideas? Like all those things. So yes, hands down, absolutely. Like uh, customer experience and service is one of the biggest and best areas for any business to compete and differentiate themselves. And then when you look at it for small businesses, I, I really think that there's a, a number of wins. One is you know, text is a much more personal uh, medium to connect on. So you're getting a personal connection with, with people, which is really great. And when you're able to answer questions and provide insight um, to that customer, you're just winning them over. You're building trust really fast and you're doing it really easy for them, right? At, at the end of the day, most great businesses, they make everything super easy on their customer. Even if it's harder or more challenging for that business at first, they figure out how to do it, but they deliver that great experience for the customer. And texting really hits that because it is this asynchronous communication that again, it's the most familiar communication mode for most consumers that are, that are out there. And so it requires no effort for them to learn a new tool, understand where to click, what to do. They're already in it all day long. And just as you mentioned with like phone, like that, take something all by itself where you have to like, okay, yeah, I have time to make this call. I don't know if it'll be a two minute call or a 20 minute call, or you see a call coming in and it's like, can I take this right now? I'm at this or I'm busy where we all reply to text messages when we're supposedly doing other things or in the middle of other things, right? It just allows us to multitask so well. Um, so on that side, I think SMS as its own channel just allows so many wins because it's where we've gravitated to how we communicate personally. All right. 
very good. The, the generational aspect of this I wanted to ask you about too. So I text all the time, so I assume everybody would find it to be their preferred form of communication. Then I think about my grandmother who doesn't know how to text at all. Um, are you finding trends in the data in terms of adoption by different age groups, by different age, generations that people are clamoring for this more as young people, as working professionals? Who is really gravitating to this sort of communication? Yeah, so we've always been curious about that as well. And we've run a couple of different uh, surveys um, using Google surveys to kind of find out some of the answers to these things. And I, I think a couple points that really stand out to me, we've run this twice, both as an overall, like just how do you prefer to communicate? So no, you know, adding in a qualifier of with a business or to contact a business or anything else like that. And in that one, the number one was texting by, I think, seven or eight percentage points um, over phone calls uh, and then email falling after that. And then direct messaging apps like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp um, kind of at, at the bottom of that. And so that we somewhat expected, obviously, based on trends and how you see people communicating and how we interact ourselves. Now, we did see there the, the oldest crowd, the like 55 plus that was the only age group um, that really looked at uh, phone calls were a few points ahead of text messaging. For all the other age groups on down to 18 year olds, text messaging was the number one. Um, the most, yeah, the most text heavy group was like, I, I wanna say like the 34 to 54, like that group was, yeah, the us, me, I'm 48, I'm right smack dab in that. Like, their difference from texting to phone calls was a much wider difference for phone calls being in second place. Um, and then what was really surprising to me is the, the admit, like not crazy surprising, but what stood out is the 18 to 24 year old crowd actually used messaging apps almost 2x of any other age group. So even though texting was still number one for them, it was just by a few percentage points over phone calls and then messaging apps were next for them and then email was dead last right. um and that was also kind of an interesting like email ranked third or fourth for every group right and it was as i mentioned in one of our surveys like is email dying right like will messaging yeah. kind of replace email because it is too slow and we've had email for 20 25 30 years depending upon how big of a you know tech technology nerd you are and some of us like our email inboxes are overblown just too much spam and we've subscribed to too many things and no one's excited to go into their email no. inbox so <laughs> no it's a stressor you're right it's it's a really good insight about email um yep okay here's a question so i think about this for for some businesses this is a this is an obvious when, right? Like your my realtor I can think of. I texted with my realtor the whole time I was buying a house. But let's say I'm an average Joe six pack kind of guy. I'm selling commercial garage doors or something like that. You know, like I, I've been doing sales the same way uh, by my by the phone and I'm now you're telling me I gotta use my thumbs. I'm technology averse. What is the experience like for the person in the business receiving those text messages? Have you have you had any converts uh, who were skeptics at the at, at the start, and how have you kind of you know bridged that technology challenge for for people who might not be you know meat and potatoes kind of salespeople? Yeah, 
we've had some great experiences with this and it's it's been really fun because it's one thing to sell somebody who's already sold when they come into it. It's another that somebody's skeptical, but they can see where it might work and they and they want to give it a, a try. So I think there's a couple of things to point out that are of importance. Um, number one, as I mentioned before, our biggest goal is conversion. What we want to do is make it easy as possible for that lurker visitor on your website to identify themselves and lob the ball over to the fence to you. So. At the end of the day, if the only thing you allow is that customer to ask their first question or make a comment or ask for help over a text message, and then after that, you jump on the phone and call them back or you ask for their email and email them back, whatever you wanna do in your business process, that's cool, that's up to you. What we wanna do is start as many conversations from your website visitors as possible. So that's like the easiest and smallest implementation is just to add that web to text widget so there's buttons on the site saying have a question text us want a free estimate text us book a meeting text us whatever that conversion might be for you and get that started so when we point that out that gives businesses a lot more of a comfortable level in starting to do this because they realize this isn't about changing your entire business to only text with customers now we have some that get in there and they start angling that way and they go further and further because there's efficiency wins and it's successful for them and, and everything else. So setting it up that that path for them is really low is super helpful. The, the next thing is, is they've already had personal exposure. Now, granted, we probably all know one person that still has a flip phone somewhere in our life. Right. And that that's going to be the anomaly. We haven't had anybody yet uh, come to us with a flip phone. And that just probably wouldn't work so great, um, even though they could get a text message that we uh, have a new lead for them, they'd have to go to their computer to respond to it instead of our mobile apps. Um, but they're already familiar again with texting. So even if there's somebody that is you know, tech adverse or not big on the uptake, they are texting with friends and family and other interests and, and things like that. So when they get into our app, um, it's already, you know, its layout is super close to what you're already utilizing in your app. It's not this giant learning curve to understand how do I pick this up and how do I answer it and how I do these different things. Now, we have features in our app that are business grade type features to make it more efficient that they have to learn how to use those. But reading messages and replying to messages are, are totally a piece of cake. Um, and a, a fun recent story, just since you pointed out like, yeah, we have a three location garage door repair company that started up with us. They did their two week free trial. And at the end, you know, I, they didn't ask any questions. They hadn't responded to like any of our nudges. Do you need help or anything? And I just said, hey, your trial's coming to a close. And, you know, we want to make sure you're successful with this. Is there anything we can help with whatever else? And he replied, oh, yeah, sorry, I've been busy. Yeah, no, this is great. I closed over $5,000 in business and I have another 4,000 impending. No kidding. And this was, yeah, and that was just during the free trial. So that was just one of those awesome where, yeah, he was like, these leads are really quality and we connect really well um, and it's going well. And th then I would say the next thing is a lot of these people have already been either forced because of where the market's gone or where customers are to kind of pick up other messaging tools. So we integrate with Facebook Messenger. So now they can use our tool not only to check and reply to SMS messages, text messages, but they can read and reply to their Facebook messages as well. So 
we're kind of like, all right, you're already jumping in this messenger app. Well, now you don't have to for business because we have it all in one spot for you. And if you want to add Google business messages, you can add that chat service in and check it out of ours as well instead of checking three separate apps. Yeah, and that, I have so many questions that fall off of that answer, but like yeah. the integrations with Facebook and with Google, that's a real game changer. Like that, that integration is huge, uh, especially for, you know, I, I work in local SEO, so I know how big, Google business messages can be. Um, it, I think it's worth just just stopping and explaining that to, to the audience. Like, how how do these uh, integrations work? Um, what's the experience like for the the person you know, receiving the message from a potential customer? And um, you know, it, it kind of allows you to have um, you know one one stopping point for all your messaging. Is that is that fair to say? Yes. Um, there's obviously, you know, a few others out there. Hopefully someday we'll get to WhatsApp and yeah, okay. we'll see, we'll see what else comes on the scene, right? Like that's, that'll be part of the challenge. All right. yeah. yeah. As, as messaging tools continue to expand. Um, but the beauty, let's, let's start on the consu consumer side. And this is one of the reasons that I really like this is there's nothing different for them in the experience, whatever tool they're using to reach out, that's what they're using the entire time. So, they're in their SMS app, again, their number one app that they're most familiar with. They're in Facebook Messenger or in their Facebook account on the web. Um, you know, Google uh, Business Messages is a newer experience. And once you hit that chat button in the Google Business profile, it's then going into Google Maps for them is where the messaging feature is. Um, so it's auto moving them to it. Um, you know. To me, business messages from Google isn't as easy to know where to pick those messages back up. If you leave that chat, you get a notification and you get an alert. Um, but to me, I kind of look at the, the best thing a business can do, especially with Facebook and Google messages that come in, is try to convert them over to a text message and say like, yeah, hey, this is great. Here's your answer. Can we continue this conversation via text? What's your number? Because then now you own it because just like live chat with some of these other messaging tools after a certain time or things like that, you can't reach back out to them. So it's not a two way, it's not an owned channel like SMS is. Once you have SMS, if I hadn't, you know, I helped a customer, we delivered a service and six months later I wanted to follow up or ask if they had referrals or see if they needed any of our other services, I can send them a text to do that because it's a two way channel for them where you can't just ping somebody into their Facebook Messenger from your business account, and you can't do it from uh, Google Business Messages either. Interesting. Well, here's a here's here's a question that, that should be easy for you to answer. But I'm always paying attention to businesses that get a lot of buzz. Like people talk about them who don't need to. Um, it feels like yeah. Leadferno has gotten a lot of that just I don't know earned uh, earned PR, where people in SEO have, to, have talked to me about it. Um, there are other, frankly, there are other text messaging platforms on the market. What, what is it that you guys are doing that's really connecting uh, with people in my, my industry that's, that's got people talking on social media, at conferences, just in passing people in the hallways? Um, what, what's separating you guys from the other players in the market? Yeah. So one, I would have to say uh, humans is one answer just because there's a ton of kind people. Like uh, <laughs> without getting emotional, I can't say enough for like, how good people and supporters in our industry are. Um, and I'd like to believe, you know, it's just goodwill over trying to 
represent myself the best and what I'm passionate about and what I love to do for a very long time. Um, so having those relationships and having people that are kind that root for you and support for you, um, that's huge. And so, so needed when starting a business from zero, um, without the, you know, I, I'm not even going to name names because I can't name them all, but just outstanding people that are so good to me and my interests and my endeavors. Um, and, and I think they understand too, I wouldn't make something or be part of making something because uh, I have a great co-founder in Joel Headley, who Joel was at Google for 10 years, um, part of their local products back when it was places and GMB and Google Plus business and everything else. And, and we have a great team. Um, but I think people know from my personal brand, like I wouldn't be involved with something unless it was going to be done the right way and done with interests across the, the board. And, and they hopefully saw that, you know, in the six plus years uh, of gather up that that's exactly the way we operated that tool is we wanted consumers to win. We wanted the business to win. Um, we wanted those multi-sided wins. So I think that's, that's a big part, even though it's software, humans are just damn kind people. Um, and then after that, I think it, it is really the conversion focus. So this kind of gets into, you know, some of the things I was looking at before we got started, you know, I spent 15 plus years running uh, an agency. So building websites and doing local search and search marketing and social and all these things. And I always had this idea rattling around of like, how do you create like conversion in a box? Like instead of having to install a forms plugin and place the number here and put this here and everything else, how do I put something that like helps convert people that's always on the website? And so that's a, a, a big part of our tools being conversion focused. And one thing that we do that a lot of other tools don't, especially in the texting space, is we allow you to place other conversion buttons. So, right, imagine we have these two floating buttons that are in the lower right corner of mobile or desktop screen. They're always on the screen, so you're not hunting for the conversion or how do I contact or how do I make a, take a next step. And when I press that and open, we call this the lead box. And I have a few different options as the business. I can either have a quick form that says, what's your name, what's your number, and what's the message? That starts the text conversation from there and everything else is in the messaging app or I can choose what we call channels and now I can place other call to action buttons. So it could be book an appointment and that's linked to my Calendly or my Savvy Cal uh, to book a phone call or an appointment. It could be buy a gift card and now it redirects me to the gift card page to make a purchase. Uh, it could be get directions and now it's uh, linked to my Google Maps uh, listing to get them there. It could be complete our free estimate form and it's gonna go to your free estimate form that exists on the site. So we really viewed it that if we're gonna have these always on CTA buttons, let's give the other conversion points that might be there of other pages on your website, an email a newsletter to sign up for, something to buy, a dealer locator, whatever that might be, let's put those other conversion options right in front of that, that consumer. And so I think that's the other thing that um, really resonates with people is we're not just forcing you to text and text only. We're, our number one job is Let's get this customer from being, let's get this person from being a visitor to announcing themselves and, and being a lead in any of your conversions that are available online. Love it. Uh, the conversions, you, you, you've mentioned it a few times. I think one of the things I like, and I've done it at other places, the reporting is always really good with, with the stuff you do. 
Um, so it's one thing to add texting capabilities to a website. It's another thing to have reporting that actually works and tells you what you know, actionable stuff that you can do. Tell me about yeah. the reporting you guys are offering. Um, what, what will people find? Yeah, so we want to offer as much visibility into like proving out these leads. Um, and we also have a huge interest. We work with a ton of agencies and they basically reselling us to their clients um, or, or referring their clients to us. We have a, a partner program that has a, a bunch of features to it. But yeah, we want to under, help them understand one, like what's this funnel look like? How many times are the users seeing these buttons? How many times are they clicking to open it? And then how many times are they clicking one of the options, whether it's texting or booking an appointment or joining the email newsletter? We're going to surface all that. We're also going to let them know what messaging channels are these leads coming from? Are they coming from Google Business Messages? Are they coming from Messenger? Or are they coming in, in SMS through Leadferno? Um, how many times are they clicking on the click to call? We also uh, tie in with uh, call tracking services so you can use CallRail with our tool uh, or call tracking metrics. And then lastly, we're going to surface the URLs of all the pages and tell you what are these actions on each page. Um, and I think this is really important for small businesses, especially if right, they have service pages, they have done some blogging. We're going to tell them if that content is actually helping them convert because the user's on that page and they're taking an action to then convert from, from that page. And a lot of businesses, unless they're working with an agency and they're getting that level of, of detail to like what's attribution, what's the path of the conversion, things like that, they're, they're not seeing and understanding those items. And I just even look from a base like, right, if we go back to 99% of small businesses just have a contact page and that's their one conversion point, right? It's just like everything funnels to the contact page for decades. They still don't have any idea like how are people using that contact page? How many are clicking the phone number? How many clicked the email? How many filled out the form? Because they don't have a way to concisely like condense it and report on it. So we provide visibility, all that. We're reporting, you know, time frame. So if you're looking at the report, a 30-day snapshot, we're going to compare it to the last 30 days and let you know increases or decreases in all those metrics and, and things like that. So we really want to give as clear a picture as possible for how people are interacting it, the choices they made, where they chose to ultimately communicate uh, with you. And then if you want to be a little bit geekier, we have a Google Analytics integration. So everything the lead box does fires events into Google Analytics. Um, so we have it for Universal right now, and GA4 has finally released some of the things needed to build it for that. So we'll be working on that soon, uh, so that same integration can happen with GA4. Sounds like a uh, sounds like a lot of fun with this GA4 stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, has anybody heard about that? Is it is everybody really real happy about it's, it? Uh, some conversations I've heard. Um, all right, well, well, you'll be speaking at local U. Um, yeah, what, what are you talking about? Talking about this stuff? Yeah, I am. I'm taking a, a fun spin on it. Um, I just called it uh, common sense ranking factors supported by texting. Um, I, I've always been in the camp, right? I, I'm probably a little, you know, old and curmudgeon-y about many things SEO. Um, just because I, I, I'm still so rooted to like, what are common sense principles that allow you to succeed in digital marketing? Yeah more so than, you know, I've seen all the hacks, I've seen all the, here's the latest, here's what you need, all of those things. Um, 
So not, not saying that, you know, there are certain aspects, technical SEO and things like that, that have a high level of value, especially the, the bigger and larger size sites. But and just always working so much with small and medium uh, businesses over anything else for so long. It's just these common sense core principles. So I'm kind of breaking those things down on being newsworthy and being easy to work with and, and all the things that are common sense type things. But looking at how does text messaging support these and accentuate who you are as a business to like get people to talk about you, to be newsworthy in your industry, to be a leader over a follower with your competitors. Um, so yeah, I'm, re I'm really looking forward to it. Like it'll be my first in-person event in three years. And obviously I was lucky enough to be part of like launching Local U for forever ago uh, with David Mim and Blumenthal and Matt McGee and Ed Reese and Mike Ramsey and Mary Bowling, just a, such a great cast, Will Scott. Um, so yeah, super happy to be back in person and get to see you know, the local search family, such a great expanded family. And that's where a lot of those great humans are that I was talking about before. Yeah, it sounded about right. Well, listen, um, you know, I, I loved a couple of things about this conversation. For one, I asked you a hypothetical question about a commercial garage door repair person. And you actually had a story about a garage door repair. <laughs> it was like, uh, I was just looking for any any sort of kind of similar industry. Uh, the, the, the other thing, Aaron, is just you guys are... Uh, an easy company to root for. It's like a, a bet on jockeys, not on horses thing. So, so keep up the good work. Um, if people would like to reach out to you to learn more about Leadferno, what's the best way to text you or reach out to you? Yeah. Yeah. Go to leadferno.com and you'll see the button to book a demo or text us a question in the lower right. And yeah, please do fire off a, a text. You'll see how easy it works from your side. You'll get the auto reply message. Uh, and yeah, you'll get one of us uh, to engage with you and answer your questions and happy, happy to give you a demo. Um, I'm obviously super active on Twitter. That's always probably the uh, best place to, to connect and, and interact uh, with me on there. And then just as I mentioned, you know, if you're a digital agency and you're looking to bolt on something to really help with conversion, um, help your customers out with communication and customer experience, uh, and you want access to it and be able to help them with it uh, and get something financially out of it, then look us up. I'd love to tell you about our partner program. We're, we're super agency friendly. I love working with agencies. Awesome. Well, well Aaron, I'm going to sign off for now. I'll give you a virtual cheers from Chicago. Um, and for everybody else, we'll be back next week with another episode of Sudden Search. Thanks again, Aaron. Thanks so much, Mark.